It's one of the things I despise. Like, I literally hate this. I hate it about large corporations, some large corporations. I got to get this off my chest. I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about people who are willing, who are actually hungry to pay for wisdom. I want to talk about those two things in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. Welcome into the podcast. I think this is episode 273. We keep cranking them out two every week, delivered right to your phone. Hopefully I'm bringing you wisdom, things to think about. Um, and if none of that, maybe it's mildly, enter- <laughs> mildly entertaining or makes you feel better about your life. I, I don't know why you're listening, but I, I hope that there's value to it. Okay, so let me describe. I'm obviously not in my home studio right now, that my home office where I can record. Um, I'm in my uh, truck, and it is pitch black outside. And I am on a, uh, not an empty freeway, but a close to empty freeway. Like there are signs of the very, very beginning of the morning commute in the uh, Metro Phoenix area that I'm seeing. And can you guess where I'm headed? Yeah, I'm headed to the airport. It's, uh, it's back to back weeks to New York. And I was there last week and I'm um, catching a flight here in about an hour. Uh, from Sky Harbor Airport, headed out to uh, back to New York for for a different. Last week was one uh, one organization you'd recognize their name, the company name that uh, we're working with, and then uh, we had the top 100 leaders in the room last week, and then this week um, it's a different company you would not recognize their name, at least not yet, because they uh, they're a new company, a break off of another very large corporation. So this very large corporation decided to split the company, allow each company to focus on more specific things that, uh, that, that they've got going, their customers. And, uh, we're going out to meet with, I think we're going to have eight people. It's a small group, uh, of executives in the room tomorrow. Um, as they're kind of plotting the strategy of this new company and dealing with some of its unique uh, circumstances. So um, that's uh, that's why the recording sounds the way it does. I'm literally talking into my iPhone headed to the airport. Um, it's that January is crazy, man. Tons of flights. Next week's even busier and then the week after. And I don't like being on the road every single week. I don't like being in the air and crisscrossing the country. Um, and there, there hasn't been any international in the last, uh, well, since COVID, uh, which I, I'm not complaining about. I wouldn't mind getting back over to Europe and, and maybe Asia again um, sometime in the, in the next year or two. But, but there's not, not a ton of it right now, and I'm not complaining because um, crisscrossing the U.S. Is, uh, it takes a whole day anyway. So, um, okay, so let's get into two, uh, the two things that I want to talk about. The, 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 these are they're kind of related, but not totally related. And um, 
and but I, I they're on my mind and I want to share them. I share observations and thoughts that I'm having in this podcast. It's my little corner of the uh, online universe to be able to do that. And so two things. The the first thing. So with I'll just get this out of the way real quick because it's not a long topic. But I can't stand this one aspect. Uh, there there are several things about very large corporations. Obviously. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to do my little welcome. Um, this is obviously, <laughs> if you don't know this by now, you are totally lost. Uh, this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. I am Russ Hill, and I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams of some of the world's biggest companies. Find out more about our firm at LoneRockConsulting.com. We've actually had um, some people on our team were telling me, uh, they're like, Russ, man, have you been talking about something on the podcast lately? Because we had this, we had a, uh, a a call with the company, and then we had another call with this other company, and then we had a call with this other company. And a call. Like, I, I guess they've had uh, several calls um, generated off of the podcast because they always ask, how'd you hear about our company or whatever else? And um, and for some reason, the last several weeks, there's been there's been a bunch off of the podcast, which is not the purpose of the podcast, but um, obviously, if there's any value we can bring or help you, um, whether it's at Lead in 30 or uh, or our consulting firm, we're more than happy to chat with you. Um, if not, we don't. It's the beautiful thing about what we do for a living. We don't. We don't want. We don't want to to um, do business with anybody that doesn't see significant value in what we can bring. So um, we get on the phone, we chat with people, we do a Zoom call, whatever. And if there's value, then yeah, let's find a way to partner or work together. If there's not. Um, the last thing in the world we want to do is is be salesy. Ugh, makes you want to shower, right? Um, okay, so so I I I'm, I said all that not only because I have to or I'm supposed to, but but because it's important context, right? Most of you have probably been listening for a while, and you know that uh, in my line of work and what we do, we work with some of the largest companies in the world. And uh, the company I was with last week in the New York area, the company I'll be with this week. Um, with members of our team, um, you know, both Fortune 50 companies and uh, just lo- billions and billions of dollars in revenue on the top line, tons of employees, large companies. And so that's that's the world that I generally live in is working that, that at least on the consulting side, lead in 30. It's companies some, you know, that have 50 people, 100 people. Um and uh, so they're all they're all kinds of ranges, but on the consulting side, typically not always, but it's 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 really large companies, and um, and so some of these large companies from time to time, they'll issue a new policy, and the new policy will be, hey, um, we really don't want to spend that much money with consultants or with consulting firms or whatever else or what whatever it might be. They're always coming up with new policies, right? And if you if you if you make your living, you work at a large corporation, you know exactly what I'm talking about or if you've ever been in that environment. It's it's almost as if some of the people it's almost like there's this group at the corporate headquarters in some far flung city and that most of us are never at. Um, or maybe we're all on the same campus, but a lot of times, especially in this day and age, you got a dispersed workforce and you're spread out all over the world or all over a region of the country or all over a, a country. And, and so you got you got this group that, that it, it just seems like they think that their job is to have meetings all day and come up with policies right, for the rest of us to live. And most of the time, t- tell me if you can relate to this, most of the time the policies are absolutely unnecessary. And, and everybody else in the whole organization is scratching their head going, 
wait, what? Like, why, why are we doing that? And some of you are thinking, well, I don't work for a super large corporation, but that describes my life, right? Because it's just, there, there are too many. If you're one of these leaders, you need to stop. Like, you need, you need to uh, repent for this and, like, change your ways. Stop making policies for the rest of us. Like, we don't need it. Let, like, your, your job is actually to remove obstacles, remove barriers, take off the handcuffs, and let us do what we need to do in order to generate the results you need us to generate. So you can't, you can't tell us that, hey, here are the results we need your division, your department, your part of the corporation to li- deliver. And by the way, not only do we not only do we need you to deliver those things, but here are the 85 policies this month for how you need to do it. Like I remember Patty McCord, who is the chief human resource officer at Netflix, uh, when when uh, her and Reed Hastings and a few other executives were first getting started, getting that company off the ground years and years ago. I remember Patty telling me that um, she, and, and, and I, I think I did a podcast episode with Patty about this. We recorded it. it, it I, I don't know if we ever published that or not. I, I don't know. Um, and Or maybe this was on a private conversation um, that wasn't recorded. But I remember Patty saying, um, one of our policies at Netflix was to treat employees like adults. And that's always stood out to me because I think policy after policy after policy doesn't do that. I think it, it it's you running a high school, a middle school. Okay, kids, you no longer can chew gum on campus. Okay, kids, now you need to, we're gonna lock the gates at four, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I, it's one of the reasons why, and everybody's different, I'm not advocating this position for anybody else, but it's one of the reasons why I couldn't wait to get away from corporations like that. Not every company's like that. Some of you don't work in that environment and you just need to like, you need to just say a little private prayer in your head right now and and thank God for that because you are so fortunate. So so some of the companies that we work with, they'll come up with this new policy. You can't work with consultants. And you'll have this senior executive that we're working with who's seemingly finding a lot of value, who's now under all this cost pressure trying to figure out. And they a lot of times they, we've got a relationship and they're uncomfortable telling us like, uh, and I think they feel stupid too. Because they're like a grown adult who's achieved amazing results. And so they're like, um, well, yeah, um, how do I, yeah, okay, yeah, we've got this new corporate policy. And so we got to kind of, you know, we got to get creative on the way that we fund working with you all to keep you um, engaged because we totally need you working on this project or that project. Or, or we can't do it for a year or two until this executive kind of passes. And it's all good. I mean, I at the end of the day, it, it doesn't affect it doesn't affect us that much from the standpoint, from a financial standpoint, for sure it doesn't. Um, but so it's not about that. To me, it's more about the principle like, gosh, seriously, I feel, I always feel so bad for the executive. Like, wow, you're, you're living in that environment. I am so sorry that you're in middle school. And, uh, and then for the senior executives that are, or it's usually not a senior executive. It's usually some group of support people at corporate headquarters that go into some meeting and tell a detached executive, um, somebody who doesn't understand the business that well, hey, we need to implement this policy and that policy and that policy. And and then they do it. And uh, and the rest of the company 
has too much fear to speak up and say, are you nuts? Or the seat that whoever uh, executed the policy rolled it out is uh, leads in such what we call second leader way where all they care about is compliance. And um, and so they just want you to, to, to salute when they roll out the new policy. They don't want any feedback on it. Um, and so that's the way it goes. So I just can we just all collectively agree that sucks? <laughs> I, we just have dealt with it a, li- a couple of times in the last, like, I'd say six months. And it's not a huge deal. But I just again, I just look at it and I go, do, do people understand what how bad that is, like how ineffective, how. And, and just don't do that. Whatever level of a company you're in, don't create policies. I mean, you have to from time to time, right? You got you to execute this or say, we got to change the way we do this. Totally get it. I mean, that, that's part of your job. But if that's all you do or most of what you do or you're trying to find things, if you're in a meeting and you're talking about rolling out a new policy or this email needs to be sent out to, you know, 50 people or 50,000 people and tell them that we're going to do this differently. You, you just like proceed with caution. Okay. Okay. I, I've vented enough on that. Plus the airport, I can see the airport in the distance. So I got to get to my next topic so I can get this, this episode recorded and done um, and out to you. Okay. So the next topic I want to talk about is paying for wisdom. And, um, and it's on my mind because of, you know, because of what I'm doing at the moment, heading to the airport with that executive, you know, with the, the top 100 of that one company last week and back with this executive team, uh, to, or yeah, in the room with this executive team tomorrow of a different co- corporation. And it's just interesting to me. I was talking to somebody yesterday about this. Um, I will pay for wisdom. And it's uh, I'll tell a quick story about one of our one of our uh, one of the people we have on our team at uh, at Lone Rock Consulting. And this is a newer member of our team. And so he happened to be in the Phoenix area over the holiday break. And uh, and and so um, my son and I, my son, our oldest son was home from um, was home for a break from school. Right. In between semesters and college. And uh, and so he's. He's home and he uh, he's working out with me every day. Most most days that we're going to the gym, he's he's going with me. And um, and so this uh, this member of our team at work is in the Phoenix area. He's like, hey, why don't I work? He knows he's met my son, too. He obviously knows me. And, and he said, um, um, I'd love to I'd love to work out while I'm um, in Arizona. So let me know. And let's let's go to the gym together. The three of us. So we do that. We, we, we set that up and we go doing it. <laughs> it happens to be leg day, which I hate. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, we'd love to work out with you. Uh, meet us at our gym. By the way, you're in charge of the routine. Like you, we want to do something a little different for some variety. Those of you that exercise a lot, you know, the value of variety, mixing it up. Right. And, uh, your body really likes that. It gets, it gets results. And so uh, I said, you're, you're in charge. So he, 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 he runs leg day. And then at the end, we're all, we all have like a little bit more juice in the tank and, and we wanted to work on core a little bit. So he says, okay, well, I got this thing called 10, 10, 10. And, um, and I, you guys up for it? Like, it's pretty intense. I'm going to show it to you. And, and so we're like, yeah, for sure. My son and I were like, yeah, let's bring it on. Let's see. And so I won't, I won't tell you all the details of it, but it's, it's these, it's these three different exercises or three different things that you can do to, uh, to work out core. And, uh, it's straight from one to the next, to the next. And it's, I mean, it, it kicked our butts, man. 
it uh, <laughs> we we looked pretty funny trying to do it, and um, and but it was like we were totally burning our core, our abs, right? We're we're totally on fire doing this. Hang on one second. You guys are experiencing this live. I got to get into the parking garage here at Sky Harbor. Um, okay. Sorry, this is a noisy episode, I know, um, but I want to get it out, and so it is what it is. Um, okay, so we do that. We do these three core exercises, and um, and they're they're awesome. Like they're really good. They were fun um, because of how challenging they were, and we were using different equipment, and it was just different. And so um, the next day, we my son and I go back to the gym. Guess what we did at the end, during our workout? We did 10, 10, 10 again because we were like, yeah, we got to try that again. We got to see if we can be any better at it because we sucked at it yesterday. Let's try it today. So we did it. And then the next day and then the next day. And I'm telling you that story because um, we, we loved that. We loved that routine. What, what he what he gave us. Right. What he taught us. And um, he gave us some wisdom that we didn't have. He gave us um, a way to work out, something to do differently. And um, and and it was super valuable. Like it's it, it mixed up our routine. It gave us something different to do that that's going to make us stronger. And I, I can give you a ton of different examples, uh, whether it's in the gym or whether it's in the workplace, you know, personally, professionally, physically, spiritually, whatever it might be. I'm just desperate um, for to, to be around people and to have access to people who have wisdom, who have ideas, who look at things differently, who can tell me some things. Hey, this is this is actually what you should be doing if you want to strengthen your core. You should try this instead of that or add this to what you do. I like I'm I'm so hungry for stuff like that. I'm willing to pay for it. And and we're fortunate enough and and what we do for a living that's what we do we we work with executives who are willing to pay obviously we aren't a, we aren't a uh, nonprofit um, volunteer organization as a firm and so these executives pay for us to be in the room or you know virtually or in person or on uh, coaching them on on a phone call once a month and we're checking in with them and because it's not so much about us it's about them you 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 tracking with me they are so hungry for wisdom, to, for, for insight, for perspective, for something to help them get ahead, to see something differently, to, to accelerate what they're trying to accomplish in their own careers and at their companies and, and with their teams. They're so hungry for that that they, 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 are, they are curious and they're seeking out that perspective. And I want you to put that up against people who you know. So there are people who you know who are like that, right? They're just curious and they're and they're they're inquisitive and they ha- they ask lots of questions and they're they're list- they seek feedback and they're they're just students. I was talking to somebody in the last few days. I'm talking. I was telling this person that yeah, I'm just I'm just yeah, I'm I'm way past yeah uh, the university age, college age, but I still consider myself a student. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm taking courses every day. I'm learning. I'm learning things about fitness, about the body. I'm learning things about how to more effectively, um, lead others. I'm, I'm learning how to scale a company. I'm learning how to be an entrepreneur. I'm learning, I'm learning all these, how to be a better dad, how to be a better husband, how to be a better, um, in, in, in my case, what I'm trying to do, how to be a better disciple of Christ, how to, how to do all these things. I'm just trying to constantly learn. 
And it's weird because the older I get, the more I realize I don't know. The older I get, the more questions I have. The older I get, the more doubts or concerns or contradictions I see all around me in every aspect of life. And so I'm trying to resolve those. Where the younger I was, the more I thought I knew. The younger I was, the less questions I had. Or at least that I was aware of or willing to ask or um, confident enough to acknowledge that I had or to speak up and offer. And so I love, I stinking love who we work with because these are people who are confident enough to say, I've reached this level at this size company and I'm really interested in other people's perspective of what I could do better. That is like there's there's a lesson a takeaway for all of us in that so curiosity paying for wisdom seeking it out being around like who could you go to lunch with today who could offer you insight on anything on your physical exercise fitness routine on spirituality on um relationships on um your work how to lead a team how to run whatever whatever you, whatever like who, who could you go to lunch with tomorrow that could do that? Who could you put on a retainer, whether it's uh, uh, for $500 or $500,000, who could you, who could you, or who could you be using at your company? And some of you are really good at this. And some of you, this is a total shift for you, a total different mindset. And, and I will tell you just real quick, cause I got to run into the terminal here and check into this flight. Um, but, um, I, I will tell you that um, you can go to the other extreme too, right? There are some of you who are curious. There, there have been times where I'm curious and I'm seeking out people's input. Who was I talking to yesterday or the day before or two? I can't remember when it was. And and I could I got the sense in talking to them that they were curious. They were really good at what I'm talking about. They had a curious mindset. They sought out the perspective of others, but they sucked at executing. And so do you know what I mean? Like that's the other extreme that I, I do need to throw a disclaimer on here that some of you are really good at this. And, and so you're hearing me say this. You're like, oh, man, yeah, I'm great at that. I I've got I, I I've actually got consultants or coaches at work in different areas. And I've got I've got um, I'm, I'm constantly asking questions and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. great. So that's awesome. Like huge props for that, that you're open and seeking that um, that's going to get you ahead. Right. I'm paying for the wisdom that other people have already paid the price to gain because then I can get it faster than going through it myself. That's why I read scriptures like what 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 being a spiritual person, what what has this person been through? What did Moses learn from that? What did Peter learn from that? What did Paul learn from that? What did Nephi learn from that experience? Right. That's what I and I want to I want to I want to gain wisdom through their experience. I don't want to I don't want to be chased out of. Um, I don't want to wander in the wilderness for 40 years and have to, but I want to learn the lessons of it. And so I'm going to read the works of others, pay for it. So that's good. Now are we executing on it? So I just would throw that in your head. Okay. I got to catch a flight. Um, otherwise it's going to be a nightmare of a day. So, um, I hope that's helpful to you all. And, uh, I, I appreciate you letting me spend a little bit of time in your AirPods, um, or on your car speakers or wherever you're listening to this a couple times a week. And if you find value in it, I just ask you to share it with somebody. And by the way, I never ask for this. I hardly ever ask for it. If you haven't ever left a review, 
and you listen to this like on Apple Podcast, will you just do that? We've got like um, – I think we got like five reviews. Like we got all these listeners and um, and we got them from all over the world and I just never ask for reviews. We do a terrible thing and it's not that big of a deal to me. I really don't actually care that much, but I, I'm, I'm told I'm supposed to ask for that every once in a while. So if you haven't, it takes like three seconds literally on your phone. You could just tap um, – and and type a sentence in it if you want to. Um, if you haven't done that, that'd be that'd be super cool. Okay, I'll talk to you. I hope you all are healthy. I hope you're doing well. I hope your New Year's off to an amazing start. Hope you are running and gunning. I hope you're not taking a wait and see approach. Sit back and let the year come to you. I hope you're going. You're seizing it. Q1 is a difference maker, and it isn't a difference maker unless you get running in January. So I hope you're off and running. I know I have been. Um, crisscrossing the globe and with these companies that are just on fire. It's awesome. I love being in that environment. Okay. I hope you're healthy. Hope you're doing well. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Culture Hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.